This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. If you're a business leader needing to get away from the daily grind and receive fresh vision, make sure to visit them online, www.kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. This afternoon as we once again broadcast to you from Rogers, Arkansas, courtesy of the Ministry of Work Matters. We want you to check them out online, workmatters.org, workmatters.org. And it's been an, an amazing week, and, and right now, as we the kind of the week's coming to the end, we've got four people that are going to be in the show today that have experienced the conference this week and are getting ready to share their impacts. And before we get to them, though, Martha, just tell people how to connect with us online. Well, our website is iworkforhim.com, and on all of the social media platforms, you can find us through I Work For Him, and that is the number four. And um, we just love to be able to post things about our shows, impacts they're making, places that we're going, conferences conferences that we learn about. So we're really trying to be that um, move, moving target of a resource for people to help them to connect their faith and their work. And so a lot of that's on our website and Facebook is the main one right now. I mean, but we do things on, you know, even on our conference today, I was tweeting a little bit um, because of some of the stuff that um, was being said. And, you know, there's so many great nuggets that we need to remember and engage in. And so um, we're out there. Speaking for them, of Jim. nuggets, we had some amazing nuggets <laughs> for breakfast today. You had to go to courtesy that? Courtesy of Chick-fil-A. Why? Why wouldn't you go there? I mean, I don't know. if you're going to have a conference... You almost have to have Chick-fil-A because it's practically Jesus food. Okay, so if we're going to talk about Chick-fil-A and Facebook, um, you know, the guy I that talked about, talk about the, Facebook. The, the, the Why'd you go there? That's the heaven fry, you know, the kingdom fries. Kingdom? We watched a video this week. You're supposed to be helping me here. Oh, that, that guy. Was okay, great. the Facebook you know, video. We just, on, love, okay. we just love Chick-fil-A. That's all, right. all there, I'm So say. I really want, we've, so we've got guests with us today, and we're going to start off with Heather and Brennan, they have both. Well, I'm going to let you tell their experiences. We'll start off with you, Heather. Heather, why don't you give us your name? Yeah. So my, na- my name's Heather Hill. Okay. Are you sure? I'm positive. Positive. Okay. <laughs> and we got to meet your husband earlier this yes, week. Yes. That was pretty exciting. So where Very are you cool. from? I'm from Bentonville, Arkansas. So right here, here, up here in Northwest Arkansas. Yep. And you grew up here? I did. Wow. So is it always this nice here? Because it's really beautiful. It is beautiful. Wouldn't have it any other way. That's awesome. All right. Who are you working for? I work for post-consumer brands. So think Fruity Pebbles, Honey Bunches of Oats, Malto Meal. So we get to sell cereal to Walmart. I'm more of a Cocoa Pebbles guy. Do you guys have Cocoa Pebbles? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. I want to make sure. Yes, it's both. (laughs) Okay. All right. Because really, Cocoa Pebbles is my thing. It makes the milk chocolatey, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yes, at 50, you can still enjoy Cocoa Pebbles. All right. So what's your position within post-consumer brands? Sure. So I'm a senior account manager in our sales office to Walmart. So I help manage the business and work with, um, for, exam- for example, a Walmart buyer um, to help manage the business there. All right. So for those people listening that have no idea what you, what you just said, so you help, you connect Because post, we're learning about the, how learning the about culture this. here. <laughs> yeah, in this, this is, it's all about Walmart yeah. and then you got to ship it with JB Hunt and if you need chicken, you got to go to Tyson. We, we get all that. <laughs> but how, how does, so you convince Walmart to, to stock your foods or what do you do? No. Well, it's certainly a relationship. Um, So every company who sells to Walmart almost has an office here uh, to support the business and make sure that we're connecting with our with our customer and having those conversations and and uh, meeting their needs and whatever they need. All right. Brennan, give us your full name. Uh, I'm Brennan Blair. Okay. 
And tell us, you're working for, where are you from here? Where are you from? I am from here. I'm from Rogers, Arkansas. So I've right here. here. My entire life. Yes. Wow. Right here. Wow. A couple of natives. See, when we do this in Florida, people are never <laughs> from there. They're like, oh, I've never been. Yeah. Okay. So you're working for whom? I work for Sam's Club. So I'm a senior pricing manager there supporting the fresh freezer and cooler divisions. So I help price all of the food items across those divisions. Fresh freezer and food items. Love that at Sam's Club. Okay, all right. I'm trying to think of my favorite thing. It's really, for me, it's probably the Eggo waffle, waffles, and you come in that 40-pack. <laughs> okay. All right, I digress. Okay, so, Brennan, you first. Why did you come to the Work Matters Conference today? I think, for me, it's just recharging and sort of recalibrating, making sure that I'm you know, on the right path, focusing on what God uh, wants for me. Uh, wants me to be doing and focusing on uh, and just and focusing um, you know on the people that that support me um, and my company making sure that I'm you know on the right path mm-hmm. talk to me about your your how big is your team I mean how many people you got working for you uh, so I have three people working for me uh, team overall is relatively small I have about 15 people on the total team okay um, so um, but they're strong and mighty <laughs> where are you buying your food from I mean is it all over the world that you buy your food from well, you probably don't. You're not the buying. You're I'm pricing. No. Nope. But when you get it, you got to know where where it came from and where how to price. I mean, how, how far and wide does Walmart re- or does Sam's Club, excuse me, reach in in getting its food in order supplied at Sam's Clubs all over the country? Uh, we buy all over the world. Okay. Um, for example, produce uh, it's ver- vertically integrated, so we're going north and south during the seasons. Um, but other items like rice and things are by you know directly from Arkansas, um, and then we buy things you know around the rest of the world. So Heather, you know, supplies some of our food. Oh, well, we love, and, we, and and mostly the fruity and cocoa pebbles, what we're going to focus on today. <laughs> I know there's other things. So, Heather Hill, why did you come today to the Work Matters Conference? Sure, I'll echo what's already been said. I mean, it's a chance to invest in yourself, um, both for, you know, your personal spiritual growth at work, and then also for um, people who are impacted by the changes uh, made in you. And so I've been involved with Work Matters since right out of college, and I've been involved in multiple different things that they do, and it's been value-add every time. So I wouldn't miss it. Mm. So how big's your team? The team I lead? Yeah. Three people as well. All right, so three people. Yeah. And, okay, so let's just... Martha, if you want, you want to jump in? Well, <laughs> Sorry. I I'm get curious excited. if anybody from your team or any of your peers from your organizations were here today as well. There are definitely people uh, yeah. across the organization that they come. Um, normally they come on their own. Um, sometime like last year and the year before, I would bring people uh, with me. This year, um, didn't have anybody. but Flying uh, solo today. Yeah, flying solo today, but normally I try to bring someone along uh, just to make sure that they have the same experience. Excellent. So we didn't have anybody today, but we've done work matters studies in my office. We've had pretty high engagement there. So even though they weren't here today, they're definitely connected with work matters in some way. Excellent. Uh, You guys have both gone to work matters conferences in the past. You both went last year, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So Heather, what was the biggest impact last year? Uh, What was the, what was the biggest Mm -hmm. takeaway that you took away last year? Well, that's a great question. It's a year ago. (laughs) Um, you know, I would say just just a refocus on um, who I'm doing my work for, mm. right? So I'm not doing my work for myself. And it was similar to kind of what I got out of it today is just a refocus on, you know, I'm working for the Lord. I'm not working for Heather. I'm not working um, really for my manager, right? Um, I should be a better worker because I'm working solely for the Lord. And so it's just a time to refocus on um, who I'm really here for and what my purpose really is. So you took that back with you to your team. You've got three people there at Post. How, like if we were to interview them, those three people, and we were to say, okay, three people, 
Heather went to this conference called Work Matters. She realized that it was more important that she realized that she works for God than she works for Post. Mm -hmm. How did that impact Heather's attitude all year long between conferences? What would they say? Hopefully, they would Mm -hmm. say, um, I operate with a higher sense of integrity because I'm not so much worried about what man can do to me, right? Um, that I'm going to follow uh, God's purpose and and being and operating with integrity regardless of the consequences. And so hopefully they see that. Um, hopefully they also see that I'm a little bit less stressed out <laughs> because I'm not so worried about the implications of making a, a, a mistake or fear of failure because I know at the end of the day, it's, um, it's all in God's hands. Mm, That's some good words. Was there anything specific about today that you want to talk about before we get to the end of this segment? How much time do I have? (laughs) This is a short one, so maybe a minute or so. No, I I can't. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's just crazy how how the Holy Spirit speaks through everyone so differently um, and to different people in a different way, right? Mm -hmm. Depending on what Mm -hmm. you need to hear that day. And so I think it it was crazy to see how God spoke so cohesively through every single person um, and confirmed one very specific thing in my life through everybody. And which Um, was what? Which was, um, again, I'm not in control and it's not about me. Um, And so we think we have a plan, but um, a lot of times that plan changes and we need to be able to refocus on God or stay focused on God and kind of roll with whatever plan he has for us. (laughs) So would you say that this was a good investment of your time today? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So next year, are you going to bring some people back for Because sure. it was such a yes. such a big yes. Because yes. I'm thinking, if it was such a great investment, this is your fourth one. Yeah, that you ought to have like an entire row an army, an yes, army. a small <laughs> army. Well, I just I was thinking. All right, when we come back, we're going to hear from Brennan Blair and his his feedback on last year. What how did that impact him at Sam's Club, and what did he get from today? And we're going to talk lots more with Heather Hill. You listen to I work for him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg as we talk to you from Rogers, Arkansas, the headquarters for Work Matters, as well as a few other companies here in Rogers, Arkansas. You can check them out online, workmatters.org, workmatters.org. We're just finishing up our week here as we just finished the conference, the Work Matters conference. If you missed it, you might be, I don't know, they're still trying to figure out are they going to have the videos out there and available, but I know this, for the next year, if you sign up for their emails that they go out Mm -hmm. twice a week, you'll be able to see little snippets from all from all over the conference for the rest of the year. It's fantastic. That's exactly right. And, you know, there's some things that we've learned about the resources that Work Matters has. I'm just going to put a quick little plug. You know, so many of us have the version on our phone. Um, we go to it to access to look up a verse or to, um, you know, start a devotional. And Work Matters has some devotionals out there, Jim. And I just want to encourage our listeners to do a search for that and to start re- one of the reading plans. Because um, what better content than to be applying the scripture into our work life, which is exactly what we're talking about on I Work For Him each and every day. So just go to YouVersion and do a search on Work Matters, and several will come up, and they can start a plan and share it with friends. All right, today we're interviewing several people that have attended the conference. None of these people are, they've not, none of them have paid to be on, the, on I Work For Him. These guys are just, we picked them we randomly out of the audience. <laughs> That's right, they're not getting paid. They did get a free bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so bonus. we've just heard from Heather Hill and about a little bit about her experience and an impact on them. Now we want to hear from you, Brennan Blair. Talk to you, you went last year to the Work Matters Conference. Yes, I did. Okay, so what was your biggest takeaway last year? I think for me last year, it was focusing on God uh, throughout the day. So instead of just, you know, going down and just working hard and not thinking about um, God and his path for me, it was uh, more about, 
you know, setting reminders, um, finding things throughout the day, like the start of a meeting, to use that uh, to refocus back on mm-hmm. God and what He, uh, what His His focus is on me for that day. Mm. Mm. All right. So if I went and asked your three team members and fifteen eventually in your whole team, if I asked them, okay, Brennan went last year, and he just said that that. Focusing on God all day long, recognize that God's there all day long through all those steps. That's what he came away with. How did you see that play out in Brennan's life this last year? What would they say? I think it would echo a little bit of what Heather said. On you can't say what she said. That stress doesn't work. reduction. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the team would have uh, told you that I was able to you know, manage myself better uh, as a person and being able to lead them um, with less stress. Uh, so mm. helping them understand you know, what's important, what's not important, um, focusing on life and work. Um, and and both are important, um, and both are you know led by God. So, what was your biggest takeaway for today? Uh, I think my biggest takeaway today uh, was Phil Vischer, uh, the last speaker, said God could have, but He didn't. So, there's some uh, you know well, you, you said that, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure everybody picked it up. God could have, the, but He didn't. Yeah, and, and explain it. Explain what He was talking about. Yeah, so He was uh, talking about um, He did veggie, uh, veggie tales. And he was talking about how uh, they had great success at the beginning, and then, you know, he started having trouble and kept thinking that things were going to work out, and they just didn't work out. So mm-hmm. that happened over and over again. Um, and for me, and that God could have rescued him, mm-hmm. yes, but, he, but didn't. he didn't. So for me right now, um, you know, you have hills and valleys. Uh, I'm in a valley in a personal life and trying to work through some of those struggles. Uh, so that was really impactful to me. Um, and this conference. Uh, I think has probably been the most impactful one um, so far, Um, maybe because of the valley that I'm in, or maybe just because, you know, the content was exceptional. Mm. Mm. There's that song, the guy, was it Jordan? The Hills and Valleys, yeah. I I knew you were going to think about that. I just like, go right to music. Okay. All right, so. This is not a music (laughs) No, it is not, but we are talking with some. You are not a DJ. I am not. We're talking with some amazing people who attended the Work Matters Conference with us today. You can sign up for next year's conference. It's on October the 11th. Next year, 2019, you can get it right here in Rogers, Arkansas, or you'll be able to stream it online workmatters.org, workmatters.org. You know, one of the things that I um, actually tweeted about that Phil Fisher said was, stress is not a fruit of the spirit. And I would bet <laughs> that, was hilarious that for almost that. every single person in the room, that was kind of a little aha moment. Like, what? I thought that wasn't, you know, I mean, we don't really want it to be a fruit of the spirit anyway. But I think a lot of us probably live in that realm mm-hmm. where stress mm-hmm. is definitely a fruit in our life, but it's a pretty rotten fruit. And um, so I, so I really... It's not a peach like Donnie Smith was talking no, about. No, that's a whole nother great <laughs> that, that analogy great. today. Okay, so, so stress. Talk to us, Heather Hill, fruit. your favorite speaker for today. Oh man, that's so tough. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you mentioned Donnie Smith right now. I, I've heard him walk through that peaches um, analogy a few times, and I don't think I could stop listening to it. Every time he talks through it, um, I'm reinvigorated and I learn something different. And so, just that idea of well, explain servant. it. Just yeah, so explain absolutely. It. Okay. Draw so the picture in, mentally. Absolutely. For so, in most organizations, you envision a pyramid where you have the CEO on top and then the workers all the way at the base, and that that's kind of how they're set up. People doing the actual work at the base. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the people who are glorified tend to be the people in higher level positions. But in in 
how Donnie explains it is it's like a peach tree where the executives and upper management are actually the roots of the tree and the people who shine are the peaches, um, the, the, the people who are doing the work. And that's your job as a leader is to uh, raise up the people who are doing the work to allow them to um, get glory from it. Mm-hmm. and shine you got to hear from some amazing lady speakers today yes. I mean, what was great is that it was really i actually think there was more <sighs> women speakers today than men that was fantastic what, who's your favorite lady speaker today gosh well i always love shelly simpson um i've heard her for years um, but i would say newest speaker would be marshawn um and just uh, just her the way she broke down um, the different steps in your life and how sometimes you might be going through um, a little bit of a break and have to kind of stop. Like I talked about earlier, really understanding God's purpose and that sometimes your steps are ordered, but also your stops are ordered as well. And really, um, really coming Ooh. to peace with that. And so she was probably the most dynamic female speaker um, I listened to today. Hmm. Very, very cool. What about you, Brennan Blair? Well, who was your favorite speaker today? Uh, I think Bobby uh, Greenwald was uh, really fun to listen to. Uh, mm. He tell everybody from, who Bobby is. So he is the developer of the UVersion Bible app, um, he which has now been downloaded three hundred and thirty million, million times. Yeah. Yep, and he's a pastor at Life Church. Uh, so he came in and and spoke to us, and I thought, you know, he's a he's an app developer. He's going to be sort of you know on the nerdy side, <laughs> um, which he probably was a little bit, but he had some really good stories. Uh, talk through, um, you know, the process of building the YouVersion Bible app. And he talked about uh, very pivotal people in his life. And that, uh, I think, was another really big takeaway for me about going back to work and letting people uh, speak to you, uh, you know, through God. Sure. So having having that influence and letting that actually happen. I think often I push back and question, you know, is this really um, the right direction I should be going? And um, that was that was pretty impactful on me. And it's important to realize that God can use people, whether they're Christ followers or not, to speak into us. That often we're not listening anyway, and all of a sudden God will use somebody who's not even one of his followers to speak truth into us. And you're like, oh, I heard God just say that through that person. <laughs> but how come he had to use that person to say that? I mean, it's important for us to be able to realize that, isn't it? It is, absolutely. <laughs> so how are you going to take that back to the office tomorrow? Well, not tomorrow. How about Monday? <laughs> Monday. Um, I think... You know, just letting people speak into me, um, letting letting them um, and and God's voice speak through them to me, and letting me take that uh, and impacting others with it, and you know, helping them guide my decisions as well. Mm. You know, that can be tough sometimes to um, to receive things and to ponder on them rather than you know, I I think I don't know your personality enough, but like some people, we might get defensive, like you know, we don't. We don't need to hear that from somebody right. else or, or um, you know, I'm doing it just fine or whatever it is in the mode of that moment. But um, teaching ourselves to be more receptive and to, to say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about that piece of wisdom somebody just imparted on me and how I could apply it. I know that's when we're fast paced and we have decisions to make and people to manage, it can be hard to seek out um, so that's a very good thing. And, you know, I commend both of you because we haven't been here. I mean, the, it just got over. And so for you to already know, you know, some of the things that really would be valuable to take back to your workplace, that's really great. Heather, here's a question for you. You're a mom mm-hmm. and you're, uh, you know, being a mom and, and a, I don't know, or do you consider yourself an executive senior account manager? Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty. Well, it's okay. So you're <laughs> middle management. management. You're yeah. management. In that pyramid. You're in that, you're somewhere <laughs> in the pyramid. Are you in a pyramid or in a peach tree? Uh, hopefully I'm in a peach tree. Okay. Uh, there you go. So 
And a lot of times, ladies really struggle with this whole super mom or super woman complex, trying to be the best mom, best wife, best executive that they can be with everybody tugging at them. And there's this mommy guilt thing. Yeah. Have you had to deal with that at all? Of course. Who doesn't? Oh, I don't. (laughs) So how do you deal with it? Really quick. How do you deal with that? Sure. Well, I think balance is a myth. Um, But God, God equips who he's called. And so if he has called me to certain areas of my life, then he is going to allow it all to work. So if he's called me to work, if he's called me to be involved in a nonprofit, he's obviously called me to be a wife and a mother. Um, then if I'm putting him first, I'm abiding in him, then he's going to allow it to all work out according to his plan. And so resting in that is incredibly important. All right. 10 seconds or less. Would you recommend that people come next year to the Work Matters Conference? Absolutely. No question. Brennan, what about you? Definitely. I think it's a great opportunity to you know, come to a sort of a buffet-style conference where everyone gets something um, out of you know, their individual speaker. They'll, they'll have some, some nugget that they'll, they'll take back with them to work. Whether they stream it or whether they come here live to Rogers, Arkansas, Brennan Blair, Heather Hill, thank you guys so much for being on iWorkRam today. Thanks for having us. And we just got done hearing from Heather Hill and Brennan Blair and their experience. Now we're going to get to Charles Greathouse and Heather McGuire and their experience. Charles and Heather, we're going to get to you in a second. But first, we want to tell people how to engage with Work Matters. Um, they can go to workmatters.org. That's their website. And they just have a plethora of, of resources out there that people can learn about. Um, but the big one I've just been telling people about is this whole um, devotions that they have on the Version Bible. Right, very cool. I know of so many people that are engaging with the Version, but that are also wanting to have this conversation about their work and their faith. And so Work Matters has created some devotionals that they have out there to help people kind of navigate that and look at the scriptures um, on a daily basis with some different opportunities through the Uversion app. So Pretty exciting stuff. It is. Hey, and when you're out on the web, we'd love for you to connect with us, iWorkForHim.com, and we'd love for you to consider joining the iWorkForHim Nation. You know, if you want to really be a change agent and living out your faith in your workplace, join the iWorkForHim Nation. Just make that commitment. It's not a club you pay for or anything like that. It's literally just a commitment between you and God that says, hey, I want to make a difference where I work. And you start off by praying for those people that you work for and that you work that work for you. Praying for them daily by name each and every day. Looking for ways to serve them over and above what your job requires you to do. Looking for ways to befriend them outside of the workplace because that's how those relationships are built. I'm going to ask you guys that question about that in, in a minute. But all along, looking for ways to pray with people when they're having a rough day, but being a person of excellence in your position. That's what it means okay. to join the I Work For Him Nation. Go to iWorkForHim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Like I said, we're talking about the Work Matters Conference. We've got four attendees sharing their story this day. Charles Greathouse and Heather McGuire, welcome to I Work For Him. Happy to be here. Thank you for having us. All right. So we're going to start with you, Charles. Talk about, uh, like, uh, we gave your name. Where, where are you from? From St. Louis, born and raised. All right, so are you still living in St. Louis? I'm in Bentonville, Arkansas now. Moved down right. here for school and stayed for Walmart. I, I was told it wasn't that far from here, so I, I suppose maybe some people were driving over here. but Yeah, about five hours. Yeah, well, okay. that's not so bad. It's a tough commute. All right. Yeah, and who that you're would working? be a tough commute. It would not well, be it would good be a rough that. commute in the snow, <laughs> I imagine. All right, talk to us about who you work for. So I work at Walmart. Um, I About six weeks ago, I was a buyer, so I bought all of the vitamins for mm-hmm. Walmart U.S., um, trying to improve the nutrition in America. And then six weeks ago, I got a new job. So now I'm building technology for all of the buyers to use to better understand our customers. Uh, we have about 150 million weekly customers. 
which as you might imagine creates a whole lot of data and a lot of stores and we're trying to understand that in a way that helps us make better decisions so that people are happier with what products we have. Wow. So building technology. So yes. this is going to be a process. Yes. Big learning curve, having a lot of fun. Um, well, you could tell Walmart, based on my experience, oh, that it's this not... this is going to be interesting. Well, I'm being really mm-hmm. careful that it's not all about the technology. It's not all about the product. Sometimes it's the presentation that really meets it. Some Walmart you walk into, it's an amazing experience. Some Walmart you walk into... And it's not as amazing. And there's just certain mm-hmm. aesthetic things that impact that experience. Make sure they hear that part. Because, I mean, Walmart's got incredible stuff. All of us can't afford to shop anywhere but Walmart. I mean, it's a great, great place. It's so. a great resource. All right. We so, um, sorry. Did I overstep my balance? Should I stop and re-record the show? He okay. does very little shopping. Let me just put it that way. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I, I appreciate am, your contribution. Yes. I, I do a lot of shopping. We're married. Hopefully, it's we've saved you a lot money. of money. Uh, that's fun. And I'm a, I'm a savings catcher. I have it right here on my app. I'm a Walmart. Yes, and that's amazing. That is. Heather McGuire, where are you you from? I'm originally from Arkansas. Okay, but not this part of Arkansas? Uh, About two hours south of here. Okay. So close enough. Came to the university here. Worked here in the supplier community for 15 years. Moved overseas for five, and now I'm back in this wonderful area they call Northwest Arkansas. And so who are you working for? I work for Unilever. Okay. Personal care products and food company. Wow. Okay. So very cool. And your position with them? I'm what they call a customer business manager. So basically I manage part of our food business and sell to Walmart US. All right. So why did you come today to the Work Matters Conference? The Work Matters Conference is one of the tools that I utilize through the Work Matters entire organization and all the tools and resources they have to provide. Um, This is probably my seventh conference that I've come to as well as the May conferences they do as a leader cast, as well as their curriculum that they offer to use within your workplace, Mm -hmm. et cetera. So just a huge fan of what they stand for and what they can offer this corporate America thing that we're trying to do (laughs) well. I love that, this corporate America thing. Yes. So, well, good. So do you remember how you first learned about Work Matters? It would have been working actually at Tyson Foods. Okay. <laughs> They've always been, uh, Donnie Smith has always been a big contributor of your faith at work and living out just a holistic you. Um, so, yeah, I've been a fan of Work Matters for many years now. Mm. What about you, Charles? How did you first hear about Work Matters? You know, I was thinking about that. I think it was through a friend. I went through the Work Matters Institute. You did? Okay. Yeah, so that's a 16-week intense program really diving deep into the motivators behind why you work and the role of work from a biblical context. And ever since then, I've been a huge fan. I've attended basically everything since that I possibly could. So the Work Matters Institute, 16 weeks, you said it was intense, and that's in location, on location here in Rogers with a bunch of other people, right? Correct. Yeah. Different people, mentors. um, You get a mentor for a year. Donnie Smith was actually the mentor for our group of guys, about five of us. Wow, what a privilege that was. Oh, absolutely. Super rich, um, sharpening time of really just investing in myself and the ministry that I have, which happens to exist in merchandising at Walmart. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What was your biggest takeaway from that Work Matters Institute? I know we're here to talk about the conference, but I mean, I'm, I'm... you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Talk about your biggest takeaway. Yeah, absolutely. What do, what do you remember every day as you're plugging back in? Yeah, so a couple of people mentioned today, knowing your purpose and how that impacts 
how you go about your day every day? Well, the whole journey of the Institute is to help you really boil down to what is your purpose. And for me, I'm a bit of a Westminster Catechism guy um, to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. So as I think about why I'm here, it's not to buy better vitamins than I did before or build better, cooler technology to defeat an Internet company, any other uh, person who's out there, to, um, but to help people save money and live better. No, no, that's not the purpose. Glorify God and enjoy Him forever. So that's the main takeaway for me. My product liability or my professional liability coverage just took a hit as he makes those comments. Okay. All right. So <laughs> Defamation, teams, no. as the right, <laughs> teams uh, how many people do you have reporting to you, Charles? Uh, that's a great question. In your new position. In my new position, it's a new team. So at some point, I'll have 16. Okay. So if you're looking to change the way Walmart merchandising works and you have a product management background, I'm looking to potentially hire you. And you can get a hold of Charles. How? To find out yeah. that position? Yeah. Uh, email me at charles.greathouse at walmart.com. There you go. There you go. Okay. And it's great house, just like it sounds. Great house, it's like a, a super house. house. Compound right. word. Okay. So Heather McGuire, how big is your team? I have one direct report, and then to call on a massive customer like Walmart, as you can imagine, it takes a lot of hands on deck. So we actually work as a cross-functional team. Okay. So how many people do you have influence over on a daily basis? Yeah, so we have uh, right out 100 in our office here that supports the Walmart and Sam's Club business. And then obviously we have uh, brand marketeers and customer marketing and innovation support at our headquarters in New Jersey. You know, so... One of the things I'm, you know, I continue to wrap my head a little bit around the business culture here. And I guess I must have thought that Walmart shops for things like I shop for things. Oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. No, this is such an integrated, multifaceted approach that um, there's so many layers and so many different things involved that um, it's just amazing to me. And I don't know where I wanted to go with that other than to think that, you know, we just think things happen. But no, it takes a lot of very much intentionality on the part of each one of the people we have interviewed mm-hmm. this week um, to to get the things into the different stores, whether it's Sam's Club, Walmart, um, whatever it is. Um, I'm just amazed. Yeah. Heather, you've been to conferences, Work Matters conferences in the past, right? I have, so yes. So did you go last year? I did. Okay. So what was your biggest takeaway last year? My biggest takeaway last year was actually quite personal. I had just moved back from Europe, and the living out your faith there is much different mm-hmm. than it much is in the U.S. Much more difficult, I imagine. Much more difficult. So for me, it was a breath of fresh air, but also a rude awakening. There was a speaker from Tennessee that talked about Christians are the new extremists. Hmm. And I felt that for the five years that I lived outside of this country. But to know that it's happening in our own country was was quite distraught for me. Um, so that really just lit a fire under me to have the confidence and the persistence to go back and live out my faith within my organization. So how did it impact? I mean, that's, it's a thought, okay, you want to make a bigger impact. But how did it impact the last 12 months? Certainly, Yeah. Um, again, through Work Matters, you know, they have so many tools and resources. And one is a, a leadership series that you can do within your organization. I think they're up to five different topics. And a coworker of mine actually co-led one um, the semester I started back. And then we've done two now in the last year. Excellent. And it can be on anything like how to love Jesus at work. Um, there was a series on Daniel. There's a series on Esther. So it's really learning. It's applying leadership skills 
based on the learnings that you get from the Bible. Now, were you doing that just with this other person, or were there other people involved in the study with you? Yeah, so he and I Mm -hmm. co-led the series, and we had a group of about 20 that would meet on a weekly basis to go through the curriculum that Work Matters provided. And how did you see that impact the people that attended? Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, The really key takeaway for everyone on a high surface level was understanding that there were actual other believers in the office. Mm. And that's why I call this organization corporate life thing that's going on right now. Um, One of the speakers said it today, you know, am I going to be fired if if I say the word Jesus? And you do really feel like that in some organizations. Fortunately, Unilever is all around bringing your whole self to work, Mm -hmm. no matter what that means. And for 20 of us like-minded believers, that's what that means for us, is being able to live out our faith at work. Charles, really quick, what was your biggest takeaway from last year's conference? Yeah, it's that people don't like eating roots. It's not about the roots, it's about the peach. And by that, I mean the leadership um, peach tree example from Mm -hmm. Donnie Smith. So. He gives an example of the typical corporation and how it's a pyramid. Uh, At the very top, you have the CEO, then the EVPs, SVPs, directors, so on and so forth. Um, Whereas in a servant leadership model, it's the leadership is the roots, and Mm -hmm. the roots provide the nourishment to a peach tree. So you said don't eat the peach. So how did you apply that? Yeah, don't eat the roots. It's the peaches that the matter. Okay. So from an I application. You don't eat the peach. <laughs> you don't want to eat peaches. When we come back, we you like don't want to eat your peaches if those are your people, and they're, making, they're the ones actually doing the work. <laughs> right. well, we have to help Donnie with that one. We'll be right back. We've got lots more coming up here as we're broadcast from Rogers, Arkansas, on behalf of Work Matters. They've kept us here all week. As we, not like we've been in prison or anything like that. No, we've been experiencing everything work matters and how they're impacting the community all over Rogers, Arkansas. And this is a really, this area of Northwest Arkansas has got some amazing stuff going on. And we're talking to some people who have been to the conference today. Yes. And next time that we come, we're going to take part in some of the other things going on in Northwest Arkansas, wonderful museum and other life that um, we keep being told about, but we haven't um, experienced it this time. But it sounds like a wonderful place to come back and have some free time as well. So um, today, we well, we were just talking with um, Charles here and talking about this whole peach tree analogy that Donnie Smith uses. Yes. And so let's let's clarify a little bit. We've established confused and he was going to eat the roots of the tree no i said don't eat the peach (laughs) so let's talk about that we we know we're all not peach farmers i think we've established that no one here really knows how peach trees work but peaches are are delicious yeah so in the servant leadership model instead of thinking as a pyramid it's a peach tree and the the hero of the peach tree is the peach yes when you see a good peach tree it's got great peaches and the role of the leader is to be the roots that give the nourishment, support, direction, and leadership mm-hmm. required to have really good peaches, as opposed to a pyramid where at the top of the pyramid, that's where the star goes. Um, right. And they eat their peaches. Yes. All right. So how did you apply that last year? You had a different team last year. Now you got to, I want to know how you, how'd you apply it last year, your team that you're no longer with, and how you're going to apply it to this year's mm. team, even though you, I know you learned new stuff today, but you got reminded about the peaches. How, how did it impact you last year? Absolutely. It's a reshaping of like, what does success look like? So am I successful if I have good ideas or if my team successfully implements good ideas or if my team's able to come up with good ideas and be really engaged? And so the whole time, instead of thinking about the things that I need to do, I think about what are the things that my team needs 
for them to be successful. And then finding ways to make sure that they have everything they possibly need to do their jobs really well, which in turn made my job a lot easier and better, where I was able to actually have direction and support as opposed to trying to fill the gaps where my team wasn't doing what they should, instead giving them what they needed to do what they should, and then um, having a better cross-functional team atmosphere. What did you think about the question when Donnie said, um, you know, if you were to ask your peaches if they need anything, what Mm -hmm. would they say? Because on a peach tree, you know, if they're going to be good, ripe, juicy peaches, there's nothing left that they need. I thought you were going to ask them a question. I know. So, no. So what if, (laughs) but what, as a leader, what do you think when they, they, he says, ask your peaches, do they need anything? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Well, I mean, the way he Tees it up as everywhere he travels, he finds a peach tree and asks asks a peach, finds finds a tree, gets within listening distance, and says, "What do you need?" And every time they say nothing, and that's his but his joke because <laughs> peaches don't talk. But when in reality, the people that are actually doing the the work, the cross functional team, when I'm I ask what they sure need, pretty sure on Veggie Tales, we heard Phil Vischer <laughs> that fair. there was a giant peach in something, wasn't it? Oh, well, that's that was a, a whole different, different movie. That was a different one. Okay, <laughs> that's fruit. You're confused. It was I fruit, know, not vegetables. Yeah. Right, that's where you went wrong. Not, but tales. tomatoes are fruit. Yeah, no, that's that whole conversation. Yeah, yeah, we should have asked him that question. We had a chance. All right, let's get to today's conference. Heather McGuire, this is not your first time. You've been to multiple conferences. What was your biggest takeaway today? Yeah, my goodness, there were so many, um, and all the speakers are just just world class. We all know why they're here after we get to hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, Marshawn talked about discovering who we are, which is all around who I'm supposed to be, and that's the rules that we grow up with, right? And then we find our talents, and, and that's what we decide to do. But then she really, ch- and she said, that's where a lot of us stop because you get in this comfort zone of, I'm really good at this. This is what I'm talented at. This is what I should be doing. And she really pushed us to consider moving past that and really honing in on what God's gifts are for us and really what is our purpose in life and finding that comfort zone. And it's really a shift. How she talked about it was a shift from a comfort zone to the glory zone mm. and i'll let you know how that goes because i bought our book today i was just yeah <laughs> and, i was and we're talking, trying to remember what it was Marshawn evans daniels and we didn't get a chance to even meet her and all of the stuff we've been doing mm. but uh, Marshawn evans daniels who we're talking about and her organization is called she profits yes all right so you're gonna let us know how it goes i wanted to know you know because so do you got any action steps from monday when you get back well, I'm starting to read the book tonight. Okay. I'll, I will for sure do that. You'll have it done by Monday. <laughs> I'll for sure do that, and then I'll send you an email and let you know. <laughs> okay. Um, another big key takeaway, though, um, and I, I don't recall which speaker it was, but it was all around when we really live out God's purpose for us in our work, we are supposed to hit all of the goals and targets that our organization have set for us. We are supposed to challenge our teams. We are supposed to drive and push for results. But at the end of the day, once once we are successful at doing all of those things, all of the glory should go to God. And then that can be my legacy. It's not that I met all the metrics and hit all my objectives and got great reviews and got promoted, et cetera, et cetera, whatever God has in my plan, but it's giving all the glory back to him. And I think that's what I want my legacy to be. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. So how would you do that in your, in your current position? How would you then take those steps to give God the glory? For sure. Um, now that I have a voice within the organization, 
people know who I am and who I and whose I am, right? Mm. And what I stand for. And just because of the progress we've made around the work work matters study the last year and et cetera, and and I'm new to the organization as well, so I'm learning them as they learn me. Uh, we've just been able to establish a relationship with people, and I say we, me and Jesus, really. When we meet, um, when I meet with a coworker that's having a challenge or we have a tough goal ahead of us that we're not sure how to accomplish, if I know they're a believer, I will actually, we will meet in a side room and we will pray about it. Sweet. And that is just a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. It's just a breath of fresh air. Mm. Yeah. Charles, talk to us about your biggest takeaway today. And we're yeah. talking about work matters. Sorry, I should tell everybody what we're talking about. We're talking about work matters. We just got done with the conference, the 2018 conference, workmatters.org. Get signed up now for the October 11, 2019. And I just want to clarify for our okay. listeners, clarify. it is a one-day event. It is. We have event. been here because we've been interviewing speakers, and you said they've kept us here all week. Well, it's you been know, wonderful being it here. It has been very wonderful. But the actual event is just getting away from work for one day. Really, just and seven hours. Yes. and Plus so the pre-Chick-fil-A. Well, you know, that is important. 7 o'clock when the Chick-fil-A minis arrived. That is exactly by right. By the dozens. So what a great powerhouse of a day um, of, of speakers that, we're t- that we've heard today. All right. So what was your biggest takeaway, Charles? Yeah, that's a great question. There's, there's so many different aspects of thinking about how faith and work intersect. Um, so it's hard to boil it down to mm-hmm. one, but one where my heart has really been lately is, is being present. And one of the breakout sessions... Um, not sure I'm going to say his last name right, but Sean Askinosi. Oh, the chocolate guy, The chocolate right? guy. So <laughs> That's all that this, matters, uh, right? Did he hand out samples? There were no one. samples okay. included. I did uh, speak with the staff about that. Good, um, good. That was not good a takeaway. No Thank chocolate you. involved. <laughs> but um, he talked about reverse scale. Um, and, and the thing that spoke to me mostly about that, coming from a Fortune 1 company where scale is, is sort of inherent, now we've had this great idea. We're a very, very large company. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way he was talking about reverse scale is the necessity of scale is being able to have process and knowing what the next step is and having the future planned out in a really sustainable way. And his mindset is more about being so present in each moment where you're able to speak to the heart. If we think about the things that really matter to God, um, my performance my excellence at work definitely matters as i seek to glorify him and enjoy him forever but my heart is is the avenue at which he cares most about Mm -hmm. so if you were to think about when you get most excited or nervous or prepared at work it's probably for me when okay you're you have to go talk in front of executives Um, i've got this huge executive group i've got to go present this great idea to and if they don't think it's a great idea all sorts of things are going to fall apart you get nervous you prepare for that but in reality if you think about from God's lens, that heart-to-heart, one-on-one conversation you have with someone is the big meeting. Mm. That's the thing that your heart should be excited, anticipating, and getting ready to be present with that person, as opposed to typing on your computer, not even breaking eye contact with the monitor while someone is potentially about to share their heart with you. So thinking about the role of scale, but at the same time reverse scale of what does it look like to be incredibly present right where you are, with whoever it is that you're talking to. You know, and don't you love the fact that these biblical principles, um, we can apply them in the workplace. We mm-hmm. just have to be looking for them. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. he was able to share some great things today. Heather McGuire, you just invested in an entire day of your work life in this conference. <clears throat> well, are you going to get the ROI that you're looking for? I absolutely am. Yeah. So you'll do yeah. it again. 
I will absolutely do it again. And, you know, one of the things, another key takeaway I had today is what I do matters, but how I do it matters the most. Hmm. That's a powerful one. We have to leave it at that. Charles, what about you? Good investment? Absolutely. Can't wait. October 11th next year. That's right. I'll be back. All right. Charles Greathouse, Heather McGuire, thanks for being on I Work For Him today. It goes fast. I'm sorry. We're out of time. Unbelievable. (laughs) Martha, it's been an incredible week. It's great to be at the end and hear the feedback. We want to encourage people to get involved next year, October 11th, whether they stream or come here to Rogers, Arkansas. They need to get involved in Work Matters. Yeah, and I think if they've listened to this whole show, they know that. Workmatters.org. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.